All right. Too much show prep, I say. I don't like too much show prep. It makes me it it makes my brain do this crazy thing where all the balls in my head are going different ways and I need them all to bounce in the same direction. Right. Right. Well, this is uh Longbox Heroes After Dark, <laughs> episode oh. 262. Are you going to leave in my head balls? Yeah, I'm going to leave in your head balls and you're leaving my long sigh. Oh, at least it wasn't nunchucks mm-hmm. or katana or bow staff. Those are the four main turtle weapons. Short size are typically short, right? Yes, yes. Okay, and I could oh, and I could like I'm updating notes. You know what I mean? Right. So I could like delete all the notes for this year's Al's gals. I it's sad to see them go, but yes, you can. Mm-hmm. So as we mentioned last week, probably sometime at the beginning of December, probably, you know, after Thanksgiving, we're going to put a poll up on the Patreon. If you're a Patreon member, you can vote uh, whatever the new Al's Gals is going to be. Mm-hmm. But we still have this Al's Gals talking about the two-part season finale of Friends, series finale of Friends, pardon me, and right. the uh, premiere episode of Joey. Uh, sadly, not as much as the back as a backdoor pilot as I had hoped. No, I think that was more of a surprise spinoff. Yes. Um, well, we had joked last week kind of saying of, well, like all these other ones are going to try their hand at Hollywood to varying levels of success. And Joe, uh, Matt LeBlanc had already tried his hand at success and, uh, they handed him back to TV and said, we don't want him. Wow. They threw him back. Yes. Oh, when all the other ones were making that that big money. They all went on to do pretty good, except for Chandler. He kind of disappeared. Hey, let's talk. Well, no, didn't. Was this during Friends where he did those two movies with Bruce Willis, the whole nine yards or the longest nine yards? Yeah, yeah. Those those seem to be a hit. But then he kind of he had problems. So, like, I think that hurt his career. Like, well, was... let's, okay, let's oh, get into discussion of the season finale. Speaking <laughs> of uh, Matthew Perry's problems. Right. So, Matthew Perry had a very publicized and very well-known substance abuse issues uh, mm-hmm. during the filming of this uh, TV show. Right. I'm just I looking believe... to see what he's been in recently. He was in the... Uh, the recent reboot of The Odd Couple, and I say recent within the last four to five years. That show that had one of the Reno nine one one guys, Jason That's right. uh, Thomas Lennon. Lennon, yes. yes, the one of the yes, not the Beatle Lennon, the other one. No, and I think he didn't do much TV, or he didn't do many movies. Like I think he was doing the movies during, yes, Friends, right? Like during the off season. Bunch of TV shows, Mr. Sunshine, The Good Wife, Sunset Strip. Yeah, something called Go On. But anyway, so I had fallen off of Friends, let's say maybe around like season five or six. I don't really know exactly the point of when I fell off. Mm -hmm. But the scenes with uh, Matthew Perry in the first episode where they're at the hospital and that woman is giving birth to the baby. And isn't that woman, someone, the girl 
That it so was Anna Ferris. That was that's uh, Cap- Captain Steve Rogers' ex-wife. There you go. I knew she was someone famous, and we'll get to the other Marvel connections and friends here. She the was Marvel also. Cin- she was in all those scary movies. Those are her, her claim to fame. Oh yes, and she was also the House Bunny and a bunch of yes. other things. Yes, and she's on Mom now. I don't know what that is. It's a sitcom. Okay. But Matthew Perry's voice sounds very strained and troubled during that scene. I don't want to say that he's filming the sh- like those scenes under duress, but if you go and compare his voice and his mannerisms and just his general acting performance in that scene at the hospital versus the scenes where they're at the apartment set. Right. It's... It feels like it's two different Matthew Perry's in this. I'll take your word for it because I didn't notice any difference. Okay. I always I equated to in the in the scene he's basically you know he's he's this woman's surrogate giving birth to her his kids and Courtney Cox's Monica's and she leaves him alone with Anna Ferris and. I just felt that the character was was supposed to be awkward and nervous. So that's what was coming through for me. I didn't notice, like, he had a knife to his back to do these scenes. Well, no, I don't say, I wouldn't say that it was a knife to his back, but I would say that perhaps during the filming schedule, he was doing much better on the Monday-Tuesday shoot days than he was on the Friday-Saturday shoot days. See, I thought he was good by this point. Like, because he talked about how... When I was doing Friends, I and I don't hold me to what seasons. He was like, I don't remember the middle seasons. You know what I mean? Like he, like he, there's times where he legitimately doesn't remember, you know, recording episodes. So I, like I said, I thought he was off the stuff, but because he always said this, I do know. He said you could tell like where my troubles were by my weight in the season. Yes, you know what I mean. His, you know? his weight fluctuated quite a bit during yes. the course of the yes. Um, just to go, and again, let's, uh, let's, let's run through his problems. <laughs> okay. Cause While he will talking. not talk about them now. Right. He went to uh rehab during what would be season three mm-hmm. between seasons three and four for a Vicodin addiction. Right. Then, uh, due to the Vicodin addiction in 2000, he lost a bunch of weight due to uh, an acute case of pancreatitis. Mm-hmm. 2001 he goes so this is like season seven okay uh he goes back to rehab for vicodin methadone amphetamines and of course booze is all during all of this as well right and then when he was filming the movie serving sarah which would have been 2002 he went to uh rehab again right so what was the final season of friends 2004. Okay, so, so he was up all until 2002. He was still fighting, right? Yeah. Maybe he didn't get clean before the show was over. I don't know, mm-hmm. but he 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 looked good to me in the final episode. He looked all right. He looked good for him. Right. So the other thing. So oh, I have a lot of hot takes about Friends, and I had a lot of hot takes about Friends before we wa- had to watch this. Right. Um, and my hot take about Friends was it's not as good as people remember it. 
having not gone back and watched any of it, just making a blanket generalization saying, um, it, it's not as good as everyone remembers it to be. Okay. I, I'm going to take your word for it because I was not the friends guy. I've seen episodes, but I never thought it was the end all be all while it was on. So I don't know. Right. So what did, uh, um, so I guess I'll go to you. What did you think of this? What did I think of this? I think it was a good final episode for a long running series. Like the two parter. I do like, obviously, um, Phoebe had her like, you know, had her story wrap up before these final two episodes. Cause I believe she got married to Ant-Man in all of this on the show. Um, and he was, he was in the episode. So her storyline is pretty much wrapped up. Joey's left floating. Um, so you have Monica and Chandler, they have their kids and they're moving to the suburbs in the big house. And then the on and off again, will they, won't they, Rachel and Ross, do they get together? Um, and you know, like all of that, how it all works out, like we'll get to whatever you want when it goes. But I, th- I think it was a nice, solid, good ending to a show. They end up walking out of the apartment, leaving their keys on it, and they go, they go, they're going to go their separate ways. But they go for one last cup of coffee. And I think characters evolved, some didn't. Things move on, things change in their lives, and the show's over. Um, the shot panning over, you see the seven keys and then the iconic shot of the purple door with the, like the, the frame I, I'm like for a finale of a series, that's gotta be a 7.5 at least, you know, it, it was, it was funny at times. I'm not gonna say it was amazing, but I think they stuck the landing for a show. I won't call it the greatest finale ever, but a pretty good finale. That's my opinion. Okay. Lot takes. Terrible finale. No, no, no. Finale was fine, right? As you mentioned, everyone has their storylines, except for Joey, right? Right. Um, like, uh, they kind of... They kind of give... Like, Joey and Phoebe didn't have as much as the other characters, because the other characters are all paired off with each other. Ross right. and Rachel are paired off, so they get a little bit more screen time, and then Phoebe gets to be, like, the catalyst to their story. Uh, Chandler and Monica are together and Joey kind of gets to be a catalyst for part of their story. Right. So they really don't get like full stories because they're not really paired up with anyone. They're just kind of like side dishes for these two, your A and your B stories that are going across these two things, right? Right. So it's been a long time since I've watched a sitcom with a laugh track and boy howdy, do they hammer that laugh track a lot during the season finale? Well, they want to make it memorable, Joe. People are taking pauses between sentences, and that's getting the laugh track hit. Well, it's a funny pause. It's a hilarious pause. Also, everyone gets a turn this uh, two-part season finale to be Chandler for a bit. To be the sarcastic, witty person who has the answer to everything and to be flustered by a situation. Like, sure, yes, if you're a longtime watcher of the show, I'm sure there's some sort of explanation of it. But a lot of people felt they were, like, just because this scene needed it to be, they would be written slightly out of character so they can get some funny lines. And Friends was, was a very good show, I would say, for, like, the first, like, two to four seasons. 
But then the problem is they kind of never grew past what that two to four seasons were. They found their formula. They stuck to they stuck to it, which is great, but it doesn't hold up as like this great heralded show that everyone loves. Right. Uh, Phoebe was this. I I enjoyed Phoebe's bits the most out of this. I am with you one hundred percent. Of like, and we'll get to it. If there was anybody who should have had a spinoff, it was Phoebe. Right. I felt she was what she got was very what she did was very strong, and I felt as though this was um kind of the explanation of her being almost completely underutilized the entirety of the show. She would maybe get, if I remember correctly, she would get maybe two episodes a season devoted to her. And I can only imagine because it's easier to write quips for Chandler or write like sad sack stuff for Ross than it is to write, you know, weird hippie bohemian new age stuff for Phoebe. And I say, I don't know, she's from the groundling. She's a pretty accomplished, what have you. Mm. Why not ask her to write some stuff for for you? You know, I don't know. Right, but they're also a slave to what got them there. You know what I sure. mean? It was Ross and Rachel, you know? Right, but you're, at this point, once you're into seasons 9 and 10, you're already paying them all a million dollars a clip or whatever the crazy amount of money that they were all getting paid. Mm-hmm. I don't know, take a chance. Maybe, like, this season, right. let's do three Phoebe episodes, you know? Right, but if you were Phoebe getting a right. million an episode, and they're like, right, so I could I could carry the show. And and especially at the end, you know none of them wanted to be there. It was the money that was keeping them there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was the money. So if you're Phoebe and you're like, I want to go do something else, but you're going to pay me a million dollars an episode? Oh, yeah, you know what? I'll put I'll put extra work in for this final season. No, no, no. I'll take my two episodes this season, probably which were her getting married, which I do see not wanting to put in the finale because you already have too much stuff going on. Will Ross and Rachel, won't they? The babies, blah, blah, blah. And then you can't throw a wedding on top of all that. But she has her moment, and she still gets a million. Guess what? Bet she was fucking happy. So I, I wouldn't put in the extra work. Touche. Mm-hmm. So the other thing on top of all this is as strong as a character as Phoebe was, just in these two episodes, right? How weak of a character Joey was in these episodes. Given little to nothing to do, goes from a childlike simpleton to just a regular run-of-the-mill sitcom dumb guy. Right. To a crazy philosopher, like scene to scene, there's no consistency to his character. But what I see, I don't know. I don't know how he was over the four, the ten seasons or whatever. Well, we're so. just we're just judging by these two episodes, right? No, I know what you mean. But did he do all that over the course of ten seasons? Then you could cram it all in one episode. <laughs> I don't know. I think I. I, I I don't know. It, like I said, it all seemed fine to me in the, you know, finest way possible. But, I, okay. Right. But I, I don't think Friends, go back and watch Friends. I know everyone's having fun. Let's, let's binge Friends and you're having fun. You're watching those first couple, two, three seasons. Talk to me when you're in seasons eight and nine. Let's see how that holds up. You know? Uh, 
just I'd say you have fun with all the Hank Azaria episodes. That's all you need. Oh, okay. I don't. I know he was on the show for a little bit. So was he Tom, was right. So was Tom Selleck, and so was you know John Favreau. John Favreau, as you say them, right? Um, I'm trying to think. They had some pretty big guests on it, but. So, like, what did you think? Like, are you done with your hot takes or I don't want to interrupt? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So what did you actually think of the uh, there were certain things, like I said, that I liked. I'm not going to say I loved this episode. I like that they didn't do the cliche like they set it up to the cliche run into the airport and profess your love. And he ends up. They addressed that it's a thing. So I'm like, all right, you're addressing it. It's fine. It was 2004. You can get away with it. Right. And then they mess up the the. They mess up the uh, the the airport that they're at, and I was like, "All right, that's that. I like that because usually it's supposed to work out." And then the whole way, because it's all Phoebe getting the plane to shut down because of the phalange, mm-hmm. had me crying. Like the way she was doing it, and then later on, they were like, "The phalange's fine. We put a whole bunch of extra phalanges in." I was like, "All right, there are a few gags," and phalange just is a funny word to me. So, but I do like, but that was all Phoebe like driving the cab and getting like like we said, Phoebe was the strongest part and helped that out. And then I did even like him going back to his. I did like the way they end it with them. They go back to the apartment and he gets the phone call and she's on the phone realizing. That she she loves him and she's trying to get off the plane and then the, the 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 tape ends and Ross is freaking out and she's at the door. I'm like, you know what? Like, it, it was timed well, like with him screaming, like let her off the plane. But I, I was like, it was really well done in in the way it was. It was something different other than her walking through the door like dramatically where it was funny and then Ross and Rachel are together. End of story. I don't have to watch all nine seasons now or 10 seasons. So like I said, I thought there was some good stuff in there. Uh, I, I know you got to kick out of the phalange stuff, right? I just feel that in a post nine 11 world where this took place. <laughs> yes. That is a, we are in a different time. I, I like very, like we're newly past nine 11. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more shenanigans going on at an airport that you couldn't get away with. Like, on September 12th, 2001, let alone, you know, May of 2004, where this allegedly was taking place. Right. And I assume that during that time in the world, we were smartened up a lot more as to what planes are made of. And yeah, I get, I thought that I, I didn't like the phalanges bit. I thought it was dumb, but I did enjoy, and I was able to pick him out immediately, even though he did have a, a lot of hair for him. Uh, the person sitting next to Rachel on the plane was Jim Rash. Mm-hmm. World famous Jim Rash, the dean from Community, amongst a uh, bu- bunch of other things, he might have won an Oscar or two, but that's not as important as being on Community. See, to me, I'll always know him as the dirtbag who's usually getting arrested and then complaining about the thing he's the service or the place that he's at as he's getting arrested on Reno nine one one. Oh, okay. Like, See, I don't have he, that. like one of my favorite bits was he was at a, a whorehouse in Reno and it was Marvel Comics night and it was all like <laughs> shitty. Like the, the Scarlet Witch was just in a red bikini and he's like, this is not the Scarlet Witch's costume. <laughs> and like he had caused such a fuss that, that he was getting around. And I was, and I was actually crying because like, I, I was like, yes, if it was Marvel night, she better be dressed as the Scarlet Witch. And that rogue costume sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
And so like, and he'd be like, well, let me ask you, do you think this money? And he's doing that style that he did as the Dean. So it really worked. You know what I mean? That sounds enjoyable. I'll have to see if there's a super cut of his on the, uh, on the internet from Reno 911. And then I think he ended up being the female cops on there boyfriend for a while but he turned out to be a cannibal killer in reno it's good oh. yes and she was still dating him while he was on death row i think <laughs> I, I used to love reno 911 i never watched it i don't know why it was just one of those shows that was just kind of out of my sphere of uh you know whatever review gotcha so um and then of course you know as you mentioned ross and rachel end up together phoebe and ant-man are gonna have a family um, uh, Chandler and Monica are moving off to the new home with the twins. And then, uh, Joey's going to stay in New York and keep the apartment and raise the chick and the duck and he's going to get a goose. And then that's, that's the end of that chapter. That's right. He's going to be, he's going to be a loving father to the duck and the goose. Right. Or <laughs> four or... months later, he's going to go follow his dream and go to, uh, Hollywood and become an actor. Right. So, uh, Friends finale, whatever. Do what you're going to do. It was fine. Eh. Hackneyed hackneyed premises, lame jokes, uneven character writings, but I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I'm an old curmudgeon, horrible person. Right. Like I said, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was the worst, you know? Mm -hmm. But then we go off to L.A., Joe. Yes. And we and get just, Joey, the mm-hmm. smash hit show that uh, was on longer than I thought it was, but still didn't complete its entire run. Right. And the opening sequences with the theme song and the credits, Joe, mm-hmm. I think they literally got the people who did his uh, earlier show, Vinny and Bobby's opening credits. Because oh. <laughs> it was such the shittiest, like, just B-roll. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like... Oh my God, they put like as fun as the Friends opening and memorable as the Friends opening was, the the Joey opening is just, like I said, Vinny and Bobby bad. I, I laughed at it. I was like, this is your spinoff to the multi-million dollar show? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So, uh, you know, the premise is not unlike any other sitcom in the history of sitcoms. We're introduced to a whole bunch of new characters, and I don't think we've seen any of them before. I don't think Drea Mateo was on a previous episode of Friends as Joey's sister. No, I looked to see if she had appeared in like IMDb. She didn't, but I do vaguely remember them saying Joey had like nine sisters or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like right. this he one... was like the only boy in like a large family of girls. Right. And I think we did meet some of his sisters, but this was one that apparently we didn't. And she has a genius son because she had a uh she she was a teenage pregnancy type whatever. They're living in like this apartment that she has set up and she's a hairdresser but has like all this money to set up like two fully furnished apartments in LA. I don't know what's going on. Well, they weren't fully furnished because when he got there, the apartment was empty. He was waiting for the movers to come with his stuff. The movers he paid more for because the name was Movers and Shakers, Joe. Oh, the yeah. The joke. I, remember yes. the joke? Mm-hmm. I remember the joke. Okay. 
Um, so a lot more of poor Matt LeBlanc's Joey being portrayed as a simpleton, a slow adult, to being just a general plain dope, to being someone who is very knowledgeable and world-weary and so forth. You know, not being able to pick up social cues and so forth. They really had a poor idea of what a dumb guy was supposed to be at this point. Mm -hmm. You forgot philosopher, too. Right. Because he was a big philosopher. Because that speech at the end where he talks about nobody really wants change, but sometimes you have to accept it. That was him talking about Joey not being friends. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So, the show was fine, I guess. It, 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 It was. I had trouble not, like, when I saw his agent... It's that will always be Stifler's mom. Right, right. You know, like, I was like, okay. There was, I will admit, there was one or two jokes that made me laugh out loud. But for the most part, it it wasn't like, you know, it was, it was just, it was nothing. I mean, like, when you're, when one of your jokes is, I don't want, I want to be the tough cop. I'm going to take the tough cop TV show because I don't want to be a male nurse. And then the, the, the male nurse show becomes the biggest hit in Hollywood. I'm like, all right, there's, there's where you're at. You know what I mean? There's your comedy right there. And then it cuts to them sitting on the couch, watching the entertainment tonight show that Mm -hmm. Joey is going to audition to be the co-host of later on in the next scene. And they have a prolonged interview with the person who took Joey's role, who Mm -hmm. says the name of the actor who he took the role from and mispronounces it, which happens all the time. Because when you get a role, they always tell you, here's the list of the people that you beat out for the role. Right. It's like, let's bury the idiot who didn't take this job. Right. So there was a lot. I, I was expecting Joey to be like dog shit terrible. But as you mentioned, there was just as many jokes in Joey as there were in the, that I laughed at, as there was in the uh, two-part series finale of Friends that I watched as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My favorite joke, I think, was the one when the mother goes, yes, I, uh, you know, I had you when I was 22, and Joey just goes under his breath, he's like, yeah, that's why we had to move to another church. (laughs) That one caught me off guard. Right. But I did like when they did get Joey right, like when Joey uh, didn't want to have the nephew come stay with him, but then he made really good spaghetti, which is enough to make Joey change his mind. Right, and see, and okay, so my whole thing about watching the two episodes of Friends and the episode of Joey is, I'm more upset that there wasn't more consistency of how slow Joey actually is. Mm-hmm. It's just, he's as slow as we need the scene to be. Right. He's the, uh, he's like the day ex machina of stupid. Right. But I don't like if he's, that's fine when he's part of an ensemble cast, I guess. But when he's the lead of the show, he, you need to figure out like he is exactly this slow and not anymore. Like he could be a little bit less slow to kind of get the, like, to get over on, like, a, an, an antagonist or something. But he can never be dumbed down further than this line. Okay? And occasionally and you can have a flash. Down, like, further, like, twice during the episode of Joey. Mm-hmm. 
But now my question is, can he have a flash of brilliance every eight episodes? Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. He could he could have that flash of brilliance or figure something out so he could get over on like some guy who's trying to take advantage of him. Right. Right. Or some woman is like, I'm going to play this guy and I'm going to live here rent free or whatever it is. And, like, Joey's, like, oh, he's manipulated by this woman. But at the end of the episode, Joey had really been playing her all along. And she was really the stupid one. She's like, oh, I'm dumber than Joey. Did it? And there's your there's your laugh break, right? Right. But really, Joey was playing her, and that's what it is. And uh, Joey's like, yeah, you are stupider than me. Wait a minute. I just called myself stupid. Credits roll, you know? <laughs> yeah. There you go. I just wrote a new episode of Joey. I'm sure that episode <laughs> was written at least six times before. Right. But and like my biggest problem about the show was that he shows up in California like they always they always talked about like he had no money while he was in New York. He flies out, obviously, like you said. Now, I think the sister was up to something because she was apparently pirating hair. I'm not sure with that, but they have this empty apartment that's gorgeous. He moves in. He could see the Ali Woo sign from where he's at. That's how good his house is. Um, and like, they, they never met, they never mentioned he has a car in the opening credits. I'm like, where did he buy a car? <laughs> like, there's a lot of unanswered questions in yes. this Joey pilot. And I don't know if we would have gotten those answers if I had watched more. Cause I know I watched a bit of the second episode because the, the movers and shakers apparently showed up because the apartment had stuff. And I wanted to like, look and see if it was like stuff from, the uh friend's apartment but i was like that's too much work and i'm not doing it so exactly but i just want to say i've always been a fan of drea di matteo from sopranos yeah she was and- a good addition uh, that she was definitely she held a lot of the acting together in a lot of those scenes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she has a wonderful uh, ACDC tattoo that you can only see when she's wearing a bikini that is fantastic. That's all I'm going to say. All right. But So yes. I don't know. I, I can't expect Joey gets any better than this. I right. think it just kind of stays at this level. Uh, it's not one of those shows where it's like, ah, you know, you make it to this episode and it really turns a corner, really finds its footing. Right. Maybe they should have brought the monkey in from the movie he was in. Yeah, that would have yeah. made it a better show. Like right. you know, stunt casting joke. I don't know. I'm with you. I was just like, yeah, like Fred. Like I think of all the shows that we've done uh, in Al's Gals. Like I- I'm the furthest away from both Fred. Like like the the good show. Like so, I have I have no interest in the in the spinoff. Like I loved Happy Days. Like I loved Mash. I loved like of all the shows, Friends was my least. So Joey was going to be like a big who fucking cares for me. So that's right. what I okay. Take but but uh, like I said, there, oh, and you know, and this is the one thing you know in my nitpicky mind where he's doing he's filming the scene for the cop show that he's on, right? All right, that may, I did like a scene there. I forgot, but go ahead. No, I, I didn't like it. So oh, I like when, when he's pretending to beat up the cop and they're just shooting blood in his face. Okay. That made me giggle. So they're shooting the blood in his face, but they're doing the bad 80-yard yes. um, sound effects of him punching. 
mm-hmm. which if this was a real TV show, they would have edited those in after the fact. But the, the fact that we're watching a TV show about them making a TV show, they had to put the shitty sound effects in there as opposed to like later, you know? Joey they Inception. Even, they could even made a joke that he's hitting the guy, they're shooting the fake blood, and you're hearing like him hitting like nothing and the squirting of the fake blood and whatever it is, right? And it just sounds weird. And it looks weird because it is weird. And then the sister and the son are there and they're like, oh, we're on a real TV set. They see this. And it's like, oh, that was odd. Like they address it. And he's like, oh no, like uh, like the director, even Joey or whatever else says like, oh no, they put the sound effects in there. It makes it sound even more disgusting or something like that, right? Right. I don't know. Like that nit, like that was just a weird nitpick of like of all the things to nitpick, and I nitpick of so many goddamn things, but that was you, one of them. You do, brother. Yeah. You do. Oh, I don't know. I'm just glad that they spent an inordinate amount of time on his his sister trying to show her a sister showing her brother her breast implants. That was my favorite part. Yeah, that was weird. And then there was, like, four different gay jokes in it. The Chandler one, yeah. There was, like, a different time, Joe, a different time. Like, 15 years ago, I guess. I don't, you know. Uh, well, I know if you do jokes about certain things and, in, in, you know, 15 years ago, they go over. You do them now, not so much. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Joey, not great. Better than I expected. Still better than Radar. Oh, I don't know. I liked Radar for that angry pinball-playing grandma. I think Radar takes the cake. Maybe Grady was bad, too. What about what about Blansky's Beauties? Or does Arkansas save that? Okay, Blansky's Beauties was at least fun. We were able to have a bunch of memorable things <laughs> from it. It was a Scooby-Doo episode. It was a Scooby-Doo episode. There was a bunch of things. We're like, oh, we're going to like take Chachi. We're going to take Scott Bayo from this and time displace him as Chachi in Happy Days because he's one of the only things that connect. And And then the big raccoon is here, but he's playing like a future version, like a relative of his. And we address it. So there's a lot of like fun stuff that happened in it. And it was a more, I think it was also because it was a more direct what we wanted from the Alice gals, of course, because it was named from it, right? <laughs> right. Where we get the thing from the 50s where she shows up at, at the at uh, Opie Cunningham's family house. Oh, Opie. Opie Cunningham. <laughs> yeah, but go ahead. And then that just, like, she's like, I'm here. I'm going to, I'm here to celebrate, uh, you know, your anniversary. We're going to do a dance number. I'm going to walk out the door and it's 20 years later and I'm running like a burlesque show in Vegas. Right. Right. So it was high concept. There were fun, memorable characters in it. And uh, the episode flowed. Now, Flow was the spinoff of Alice. Right. We didn't do that one. That I, I tried to find that one and could not. I can imagine that's a tough one to find. I found the last Flow episode of Alice. But okay. I could not find the first episode of Flow. From Alice. Right. The spinoff. Right. Not the last episode of Alice with Flow, but the first episode of Flow from Alice. I gotcha. Yes. It's clear as mud. <laughs> there you go. 
But Okay, everybody. So I think that's all we have to say about uh, Joey and friends and all this other stuff. Sure, that's all I got to say. I think uh, now this we're on a break until the next Al's Gal, right? Correct. So we have one more Al's Gals. It's the season finale of Al's Gals. And by the time that we do the episode of Al's Gals, we should have an idea of what the new Al's Gals is going to be. And as we mentioned, 2020, whatever Al's Gals replacement is, and the new secret show, which we'll also tell you guys about in the next coming weeks, those are going to be on the Patreon. A buck a month will get you those two shows. $5 a month will get you those shows before the dollar people, and it'll also get you After Dark before everybody else. For the folks not paying anything, you're still going to get 52 episodes a year of Long Box Heroes. You're still going to get 52 episodes a year of After Dark. Right. And you can find out the Patreon link right over at longboxheroes.com. Find the link to our Amazon stuff as you're listening to this. It's probably Black Friday, you know, Cyber Monday. I think the sales started a week ago on all these sites. So, uh, you know, we do uh, appreciate any of your patronage, however it is that you choose to support us, whether through the Patreon, whether buying shirts directly from us or through the Tee Public store, or clicking through the Amazon, or just telling a friend about any of the shows. We greatly appreciate it. And you know what, Joe? If you don't mm. Patreon this show and you get it regularly, this show is going to drop the very first day of fish math season. Oh, that's right. Uh to celebrate fish math, travel through your town and take a picture and tweet at us of the abandoned Long John Silvers in your neighborhood. <laughs> yes, do that. Uh, but be quiet, you hush puppies. All right. Thank you for listening, listening, everybody. To the soon to be named network, the Lamborghini <laughs> of Podcast Network. <laughs>